Hello, welcome to the Robot Dice Explosion podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie. And welcome to our, I think, 10-part series on the factions of Bushido. What can you expect and who are they? Yeah, just a little something about their aesthetic, uh, their mechanics, what sort of units you're likely to be putting on the board. The intention is to release one of these a day for the next two weeks. I hope this is helpful. Enjoy. So this faction is the Dissension, uh, or the Tengu, as they were in the last edition. Uh, renamed because they're not just bird people anymore. Well, they weren't then. But no, I think the... this, is, this is a specific faction of the Tengu. Yeah, I think so. I think all Tengu are Dissension, it's just not all Dissension is Tengu. We'll see. Yes. You're going to read some background. Yes. The Iron Mountains have long been the reserve of the Tengo, a race of peaceful but supremely adept warriors, bird-like creatures that have lived in harmony with their human neighbours for generations. The humans, the hill tribesmen that lives in the mountains, have revered the Tengo to an almost deity-like level, and yet they have never had their trust abused. Both races live in a state of symbiosis. Food offerings pay back in both protection and fine martial training. Only the most devout amongst the hill tribes are selected to join the Tengu for such enlightenment, though. Uh, the expansions of the Minamoto's mining operation based out of Yuto and the presence of the despoiling Oni, however, have caused deep unrest and amidst the divided council, voices have been heard calling for the Tengu to mobilise once again. So I think the dissension in their title refers to them descending from the mountains to assert you know, their rights over certain parts of the land. Yeah. With that yeah I, thought, I thought it was just a faction of them which were descending and there's actually more still living up in the mountains oh, we haven't seen there may but well be yeah I also understand I think I saw something on Discord from Andy and Jason the other day where the the Tengu essentially taught the, the way of Bushido to the humans yes but then the humans sort of ran with it and ended yeah. up with martial prowess yes <laughs> uh, which I quite like uh, it's pretty cool um, so to sort of dig into their Broad mechanics as a faction. Uh, the most obvious one is Cloud Walk. Yeah. It so turns out birds can fly. Turns out birds can fly. Yeah. They got wings, yo. Which gives you unprecedented mobility. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, mobility is their thing. Uh, along with Cloud Walk, they have a lot of placement mechanics, which I'd recommend if you don't, if you're not familiar with uh, the way that place works, and you're interested in the dissension, you really need to read that rule a couple of times and realise quite how much movement it gives. And you. then put a couple of models on a table and play around with seeing what it actually allows you to do. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've done we did an episode about the dissension. Uh, I, I made a Suzumi. Tengu list. Yeah. So I think that's called a quarrel of sorts. You should go and check that out. Don't know what the uh, episode number is, but you'll find it pretty easily. It's not like we have that many episodes yet. Um, yeah. So I mean, maneuvering. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. Uh, but that's the birds. There are, as, as mentioned in that background, you have a completely separate track, which is all the tribesmen, the hill, yeah. hill tribes. So the tribesmen, if they do have a unifying mechanic, which I'm, I'm, I think it's actually quite difficult to argue that they do. I mean, the unifying mechanics is that they're not Tengu, basically. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, they do tend to be armed with axes. Yes. And axes in Bushido grant you brutal. Uh, brutal plus one, for, well, brutal one for most of, the, uh, most of these. Uh, brutal essentially adds to your success level in the melee, sometimes at range. Uh, and it essentially means you're like more... an extra die. I'd argue it's more like it, it translates more directly to causing an extra wound 
on every yeah. every damage roll you make. Because yeah. it's a, basically a column shift to the right. Yes. Yeah. But I, they do they do have some stuff where they can use Warcry, which is basically if they're an active model, they can cause, cause fear. fear through a key feat. So there is a little bit more than just brutal to them. Yeah. Uh, if you want to put out damage within a Tengu list, it's probably the the tribesmen who yeah, are the main doing it. main source of just just. Face beating. Yeah, some of the bigger birds can do it as well, but you pay for it uh, through the nose. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's sort of the main mechanics that you're going to be playing with them. Uh, they can... Oh, I, we haven't written it down on our little bullet point list, but they are probably second only to the Temple of Rokan with their ability to move key around. Yes, that's true. Uh, both through Leech and Channel. Uh, pretty incredible levels of, of key manoeuvrability if you've got a, a Coraco model. Yeah, you don't generate as much key as, no, as no, Temple, no. but you might actually be better at moving it around. Yeah, and I don't think for most of the key picks they need quite as much either. <clears throat> no. Anyway, that's a broad sweeping statement and I'm not, I haven't got cards in front of me, so take that for what it is. Uh, their weaknesses. Uh, birds are hollow-boned. <laughs> yeah, the, this is a fragile faction. Less yep. so the tribesmen, but mm. the tribesmen are Human and they tend to be unarmored. But yeah, they are unarmored. So, well, I think you can get armor one on a couple of them. But they, uh, yeah, they got similar. S- similar, you can get armor one on a couple of the big birds. Oh, you get more than armor one. Yeah, uh, the the biggest birds, the Kurama, yeah. which basically like uh, eagles or eagles. Uh, they they have some armor. There's there's two of the biggest birds, and they can uh, really put out well some damage. One of them in melee, one of them at range, and they are a bit more resilient. Um, but but that's that's generally your weakness is that you don't like getting caught and you definitely don't like getting hit. Yeah, but of course you've got the tools to deal with uh, unfavorable situations by just getting out of there, moving around. Uh, I mean, their other weakness is is melee, which requires know, setup. It does. You can be you can be very good at it, but it's it requires generally it requires more work than just walking into your opponent. Yeah, you're going to be looking to outnumber surprise certainly through manoeuvring yeah. you can surprise but also you know you're going to have to accept that you are going to get caught in melee at one point you defend then you you get out of there and then you come back in from another angle yeah. and just keep providing your opponent with a moving target is, is, yes. is the main thing certainly with the birds uh, the, like I said the tribesman hits harder in melee um can also require a bit of setup. Their cheapest guys are only melee skill two, melee ball two, so um, mm. they need a little uh, buffing from a friendly shaman or whatever. Yeah, that's actually probably like when you boil it down, that's probably the hard, the, the, the key point of the weakness actually is that it requires setup. Yeah, but you can you can you can definitely patch over both of these weaknesses, um, which is probably going to be common to most of these factions that we talk about. Um, so archetypes, this is. I mean, this is one that's quite difficult without just talking about all the types in the faction. Um, I mean, you basically have two main archetypes. You've got the bird people. And the people and, people. And the people people. And increasingly some just bird birds. Yes. Um, so the tribesmen as an archetype, I think they're not really worth splitting up uh, for the purpose of this discussion. They're humans. Yeah. They do human-y things. They do human-y things. Uh archetypes of birds are 
So, do we split it by species, I suppose? I mean, you've, you have, what, three different species, basically? Five. Five? Yes. This, this is the problem. So, the smallest birds, the sort of sparrows, if yeah. you will, are the suzumi. Yeah. And then the next ones up are the hayatake. Now, the hayatake tend to be normally focused. Yeah. Uh, the suzumi are very manoeuvrability-focused. Yes. Both of those come in the bushi type, mm-hmm. which generally means they're going to have a bit of armour and they, they appear to be sort of trained to be line troops, you know, yeah. uh, fighting line troops. So, so a sort of professional soldier type thing. Yeah, I mean, the non-bushi Suzumi are more like uh, scouts, in okay. a way. Yeah, uh, auxiliaries. Yeah. Uh, then getting even bigger, you've got the Karama. There are only currently two. Mm-hmm. One is a flying bolt thrower, uh, and the other one has the biggest uh, Nadachi in the game. Yeah, he will cleave you in twain. Um, they both have a thing called wing buffet, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, pushing you knock, knock back. people back. Uh, then are the eagles, basically. Yeah, they also have uh, some effects where they can buff friendly bushi. Yeah. Uh, Essentially through their martial training stuff. Yeah. Uh, then you've got two sort of caster types, two magic owls? types. So you've got the owls, the Koroko. Yeah. And then you've got the crows, the Karasu. Oh, okay, yeah. So the, the Koroko are focused on moving key around, mm-hmm. uh, healing, getting rid of negative effects, uh, so cleansing. Sort of cleric type thing. Yeah, and then the, the crows, the Karasu... They have an affinity for uh, Raijin, who is a god of lightning, I think. Yeah. So they they have lightning abilities. Okay, yeah. And I think... Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's their main mm. thing. They can do some art. So the, the, the more offensive... Yes. Rares, the, 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 the owls are defensive. Defensive and... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um. So there you go. I, I don't know. Um, where would you start with the faction? The starter set... I mean, on it... The starter set is somewhat weak, if I'm honest, but with some really cool models that I can see places for in a bigger list. Uh, I would start with the, the starter faction... The, start, <laughs> the starter box for pretty much every faction, honestly, because it's just a good way to learn. Yes. And you get, you know, you get more for your money. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that there's no tribesmen in that. You need to. Uh, yeah, it's all birds. Yeah, if you if you want to go all tribesmen, you have to uh, just start buying individuals. Um, yeah, yeah. So to summarise, you're weak, but you have the ability to move around. Well, you're, it's more you're fragile, but fragile. Fast. Sorry, yeah, uh, and probably one of the best all-round scenario players in the game. Oh, definitely, the very scenario. That manoeuvrability is massive. I think that about covers it. Yeah. Right. Thanks for joining us. Find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com, at RDE underscore podcast at Twitter, and Robot Dice Explosion on Facebook.